Humans observe intently, just like all other beings on this planet do. The only difference is that humans are capable of complex thinking. They make strong assumptions in their minds, they're quick to judge. In fact, they're smart enough to say that one thing which could put down any individual they intend to hurt. Many of them use their critical observations to their benefit. They gain superiority by belittling others, unable, unable to see the damage caused in the process. And because of this, many good people of this world endure so much. Racism, casteism, body shaming and many different forms of discrimination are still prevailing. Whilst a lot of changes are coming through, there's still a lot left to address. I have been a victim of mockery and taunts all my life. Apparently, I like something that many others have. Height. My life was completely fine until I stopped growing one day. I remember wondering in fifth grade why my classmates were growing taller than me. My parents tried everything from the well-advertised milk supplements to exercises involving intense stretching. But I just wouldn't grow anymore. Soon my classmates noticed. They started taunting me by calling me names. The usual ones, shorty, tiny, you name it. It got worse as I went on with life. Stronger words and phrases came into use. Monica, you probably would not understand the joke because your mind is small, just like your height. As a kid, when I was thrown with such statements blatantly, I started to believe them. I started to lose my self-respect. I constantly felt less worthy than others around me. The only strength I carried with me was endurance. I decided to laugh along with the others because I believed they were right. And maybe a part of me believed that it would stop if I did that. It didn't and it wouldn't. Quite obviously, I wasn't really considered attractive either. I was that tiny one among my group of attractive girlfriends. I accepted that things were going to be difficult for me as people believe height is important while looking for a partner. I was told by many that I had everything except a good height and I quietly accepted it. As an adult, I was a part of many instances where I was mocked in workplaces and outside of work amongst men who call themselves professionals. And yes, sadly, I stress on the word men because majority of my instances had men mocking me. How's the weather down there? Familiar phrase, right? I can't count how many times I've had to come up with an answer to that. Or even while discussing something important, someone would throw a stand up Monica at me. I've also been subjected to derogatory terms like midget. And if you look it up, that word is as bad as the N word. Didn't know? Well, that's why I'm sharing my story. Now you know. Even today, people ruthlessly pass comments on my appearance. And I'm sure other people who have the same features like I do have to face it on a daily basis. But I decided to speak up. I started changing my perspective on myself and fighting for the fact that I'm beautiful no matter what. Height discrimination is sadly not addressed as much as other forms of discrimination are today. If you are tiny, you'll still be asked about the weather down there. 
your family will still want you to find a tall and beautiful husband or wife. You'll still be mocked for not being able to reach the top shelf. So what do we do? We stand up for it. We cannot laugh it off anymore. We need to tell them to stop. Jokes on any form of our appearance are offensive. No matter what we look like, we are beautiful in our own unique way. We cannot fall prey to the narrow-minded individuals of this world. So here I am, voicing my story, standing up for myself with my head high. It's never too late. Welcome to the episode 5 of Unnumbed. Today, our special guest is Monica Chatterjee. This is your host, Varun Sharma. And uh, the great news is Monica and I have been to university together. We did our computer engineering at Bitspilani, Dubai. Uh, good, good four years spent uh, together. And today, uh, she's working as a business development executive for one of the leading real estate firms in the UAE and the Middle East. I'm really happy with what she's been doing and she's going to be sharing a little bit more about her story. We get deeper into understanding it in this episode five called A Tiny Firecracker. So we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit more about how you feel, what you've done, what you've done differently and how people can better improve themselves. Uh, especially when dealing mm-hmm. with others. I think that's that's the key aspect that we're focusing on today's episode. I want to mm-hmm. particularly start off with a particular instance which happened when George Bush was the American president and he was in a conversation, more like he was talking about Daniel Ortega who was Nicaragua's president and Mr. Ortega threatened to cancel a local peace deal with the Americans. Hearing this news, Mr. Bush grasped an insult and he called him that little man. But the problem oh, that the problem the problem here is Mr. Ortega was was not a little man. He was five foot ten inches, which is about one seventy eight meters, which makes him a fraction of an inch taller than the average American and not much shorter than Mr. Bush himself, who is six two. Yet, when Mr. Bush was searching for a word which was which was insulting in a particular instance, um, it was his stature. It was his stature that he made, immediately seized on. And in that respect, he was not being uh, not being his presidential self. He was rather just being a primate. Um, because let's face it, a lot of humans tend to sort out people by their height, and that's that's exactly what happened here. A lot of people think that heightism is a Western cultural problem. Sadly, it's not. Um, there have been multiple surveys, one particular one in China, where young women always rate height as among the qualifications for a future mate, which basically makes this a universal problem. And the problem actually gets deeper into more than just height when you think about it. A lot of Americans start feeling unhappy about how they look. Uh, for example, 79% are never satisfied by their body and uh, this this is very high across across America. Uh, and the biggest problem comes when people look at themselves in the mirror, 37% of the people have said they have a problem with that. When people are at the beach in a bathing suit, 32% of the people have a problem with that. Or when shopping for clothes, 31% of the people have a problem with that. Um, of course, the stats vary a little bit between men and women. 
uh, a dad body is more uh, is more uh, what i'd say i mean for lack of better word accepted in the society uh, as compared to women having a similar body and that's that's a problem that we're seeing uh, everywhere as of now and uh, i think i think talking about a topic like this is really important so i'm happy to have you here monica and to start off with i want to know what is your height what makes you talk about this because because that's the intriguing part so i am uh, 4 feet 11 inches so it's very close to 5 which is uh, one thing that stands out and the fact that you know i am not as much as many people are in this world today i mean i mean that's that's pretty much what it is but then when you talk about the average indian height uh, a male is 5 and a half and mm. a female is 5 and a half so you're actually not that much shorter as compared to an average indian female um, <clears throat> and that really brings up the question that why are people making it such a big deal especially when you're just a few inches shorter if anything um i think you're brave to talk about this topic and it's relevant to a lot of people here uh, one thing i was thinking about when you brought up the monologue was about how you laughed it off along with the other people um shouldn't you have played a different role do you think that might have changed the situation a little bit of course i think i absolutely agree with you because while i was laughing it off and playing along with others there was a massive negative effect um this was just a temporary solution for me and um, i would basically just do it to put a stop to it to diffuse it at that moment and that was really wrong because i would internalize so much of it and there was a lot of self doubt i would end up believing these people who yeah. made fun of me so it's it was very toxic because as a human being you know you're the only one saving yourself at the end of the day so when you are having self doubt and you're having all these you know toxic thoughts about yourself it doesn't help Yeah. So I definitely feel like I should have defended myself early on and um I shouldn't have had this thought that I kept to you know thinking of if I defended myself whether I would be too sensitive or not whether it would sound too emotional or not so um then I just decided to put an end to it because it wasn't benefiting me in any way and um, if anybody is talking about you in a bad way or if is attempting to attack you i think it's fair to stand up because it's about you when you are involved so now i definitely feel like i should not stand up for something that's unfair towards me yeah yeah i think i agree with you and <clears throat> one thing i'd like to add to that is i think by you laughing it off and trying to do a temporary pause to the to the solution didn't really help especially when you're looking at permanent results it's mm. better to get deeper and kind of let people know actually what your beliefs are and stand for that Um, exactly if i go back let's say 10 years from now uh, hmm. probably in school uh, just about to start university wow it's been a long time uh, <laughs> what what would you have done differently uh, if if you get deeper into that i know that you said that um, you shouldn't have cared about being too sensitive or you should defend yourself but dwell a little bit deeper for an average person to understand what they should do differently um i think uh, most importantly uh, they should uh, say no to something which is coming at them in a very um, unfair manner saying no is very important and the power of no is important uh so uh, that's one important thing uh just to kind of take a strong stand make it a point in the beginning 
and uh, I think when you are also seeing somebody else in your surroundings going through the same thing, it is very important to stand up for that person. Collectively, if you end up supporting any person on the streets, for example, going through something like this, I think it's fair to support them in the best way possible and make them realize that this is actually an issue, you know, for people to just say whatever they feel like about your appearance. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, but yeah. I think I think the first step for all of us is to kind of have a degree of self-awareness to know that it is a mm. problem and we should be standing up against it. Let be if we're talking mm. about height, we're talking about weight, talking about mm-hmm. looks, uh, mm. <clears throat> because because let's face it, a lot of times we're dealing with situation where we're dealing with situations where we're dealing with strangers, mm. and. That's that's what brings me to my next question with you. I read this book, Talking to Strangers, a couple of months back. I think it's one of the best books written on trying to understand strangers because, let's face it, you don't understand them. Um, mm. What should you be doing to understand strangers better? Do do you think? Uh, do you think that uh, getting a better understanding of them is is important? And how do you go about that? So I think the first step is to realize that <clears throat> as humans, we all make judgments. I don't think any of us are saints over here. At some point in our lives, we have looked at somebody and had a first thought in our minds about that person. So I think um, the awareness of that fact is a very good step to start with. So, you know, just kind of get aware in the process of, you know, while you are at it, making judgments of how they look and everything. Um, And to go about that in a better manner is to put ourselves in their shoes. Imagine you being that person. Imagine being put down by somebody else. Imagine you being looked at by somebody else like that. So once you start thinking with that approach, you automatically become kinder, you become more understanding, and it all starts making sense. None of us are perfect. We all have imperfections and that's what makes us human. So it's very important to also understand that fact and accept others for how they are. And at the end of the day, everyone's struggling with something or the other in their lives. They're all fighting their own battles. So there's really no gain here by putting somebody down and, you know, by just making all these weird crass comments for no reason. So I guess we all make mistakes. We all judge. But consciousness of that fact and then working towards not judging is is really important yeah yeah i think i think that's some mm. some really good insight that you brought here accepting that yeah this is the personal take on it i, I mean i feel like <laughs> this has kind of helped me see life in a whole new way no no i think i think this resonates with me as well uh, to a large mm-hmm. degree i think mm. um, accepting that you yourself are not perfect and accepting mm. uh, that Others are not perfect and everyone's a work in progress is really important when you're trying to figure yourself as a community. Mm-hmm. And is that something what people don't emphasize on enough? Um, mm. People don't realize, like you said, putting yourself in other shoes. But then, but then I have a question specifically to you because you have said that you've been doing this. What do you think is a starting point for someone who is trying to make a change to themselves today? What should they be doing? As I mentioned, I think the starting point is to catch yourself making a judgment. The minutes, for example, you're walking on the road and you see someone and you notice something, your mind constantly goes like, oh, uh, this person has something on their face. Uh, don't do that. Um, just kind of catch yourself. And like, okay, this person looks a certain way and it's fine. 
so you know you got to like train your mind you know to think better to frame the thoughts in our mind better um now for example you're walking on the street and you see somebody being mocked you won't see it much often on the streets but say this is someone who's a student in college and he's seeing somebody getting bullied or in school if someone's getting bullied someone's listening to this from you know from a student or something yeah. um if you're seeing somebody being bullied in front of you and everything i guess it's very important to sympathize and stand up for that person because there is a lot of damage being done in that process uh so also if you can't stand up to the point and you know defend yourself amongst a large group at least go to the stranger later console the person say that all all these things don't matter you're beautiful you know just giving some general insights as to how to deal with the situation and um, you know do not depend on somebody else to do it if you feel that something wrong is being done contribute in the smallest possible way to make a difference either talk to the person make them think differently about themselves or if you are strong enough to stand up to a group of people then go and do it man like just stand up and fight the battle and help the other person feel better because we all are a part of the problem and if we all don't come together and be kind individuals then the world is not getting better anytime soon No no I mean what what you're saying what you're saying makes complete sense and I think we are all part of the problem but you're part of the solution as well. Mm, uh, like 100%. You said, like you said having the conversation with strangers or with people in class especially for university and school students just standing mm. up for the right cause and actually being there for people is really important for when mm. you're trying to try to make a difference and I think all of us should be working towards towards something like that. A little bit more personal just to you. Um hmm. how do how do you cope up with the situation? Because because I know that you're you're bringing up a lot of positive ideas here and you're helping other hmm. people understand or hmm. dealing with the situation. But hmm. let's I want to understand from your shoes. Um we we know uh the people are mocking you. We know the things things have been difficult and uh how how do you see yourself coping up with that <clears throat> it's not easy as in it was obviously worse earlier i had a lot of self doubt i used to be alone thinking about all these things and it took some time to come to the realization that you know my perspective about myself had to change so i started reading about you know how to train the mind and how to change um, our perspective how to develop self love and all these books about it and uh, you know soon and gradually i'm still learning to accept myself for the way i am and seeing myself in a more positive light i'm trying to stand up for myself at work or in you know group settings where there is a comment made about my height or if it if i get ticked off i do not deal with it alone i deal with it on the spot and i just put an end to it in the best way possible so i'm still learning i'm still trying my best and i'm i can definitely see that i'm better at it than before yeah yeah no no <clears throat> i think what what you're saying makes sense i have another question do you think this has affected your mental health because let's face it uh, body images how you think uh, and feel about your body a woman with a positive body image more likely to have a good mental health and that's true and a lot of women around the world have a negative body image which can put them at a higher rate of depression higher rate of eating disorders and other mental and physical problems 
Um, mm, that's did true. You, did you go through this? Did you did you actually face these problems? Mm. And what advice do you have for someone who is fighting their particular battles? Mm. So the 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 battles that I can remember from you know from this is that when I was younger, um, I hated milk supplements. I hated the taste of it. I hated how they looked and everything. But I would still force myself and also be forced to have those supplements for my growth. and also have all these healthy foods uh, you know for the possibility of some sort of height so even though i didn't like it i had to sometimes forcefully take it in and i would just not like that you know the whole process of it so that is unhealthy emotionally and mentally you know just to uh, do something for the sake of looking better um and then obviously as i grew up uh, and i, um, I started uh, going out with friends to clubs and uh, bars and something i would have to wear heels to look older than them yeah. so uh, that was a compulsory i would have friends telling me wear heels otherwise you will not get entry so that was one thing that <laughs> i mean that's just more of a dubai yeah. culture than anything else yeah yeah and i know there are other reasons for it but primarily for me this was the reason you know yeah. to just look yeah. older than yeah. the, than yeah. the other people yeah. uh, so uh, that was a uh, I hate would wearing heels, man. It's very difficult to wear heels. It, it hurts a lot. Yeah. So um, that was something that I also did for quite a bit, and then I was just like, I cannot do it anymore. I cannot wear heels. I cannot walk in them for hours and hours. I cannot dance with them for sure. So um, yeah, th- those were the things I dealt with. Mm. So that's, that makes yeah. that makes that makes sense. Um, Hmm. Uh, I I know you had a lot of growth growth supplements early on. Uh, are are you referring to stuff like Bon Vita, or? Yeah, I I had some I had something called Pedia Show. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I'm not yeah. even aware of. But then again, from a marketing perspective, even brands like hmm. Bon Vita and all of those hmm. Uh, hmm. promote that uh, your height growth will increase hmm. and your kids will become stronger and whatnot. And at the end of the day, it's just chocolate. Um, mm. But that's that's a debate for another day. But um, yes, sure. yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that that plays that plays a role on how parents perceive as well. And a lot of mm-hmm. parents are looking at having um, good height kids. Um, mm. As 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 weird as that sounds, a lot of parents tend to do it, and that's that's a problem. Um, mm. See, so you say about these heels, and you you clearly have a problem with it. Do you still wear it though? Do you have you accepted accepted it or? So I I have these like pairs of shoes which are like medicated and like not that uh, you know the heels are not that big so I can wear it to a certain extent but more consciously I try to avoid places which make heels compulsory so that's something that I consciously develop that I don't want to go to places where not going to accept me for wearing normal shoes for looking presentable um, so that's what I started to do. and um, if required i do have some comfortable shoes that i mean comfort is more important so uh, i used to have these pair of heels that were so massively huge and it would be a nightmare wearing them and i would is just it, is it like 6 like, 6 foot like yeah oh my god <laughs> i used to i don't even know if you notice when we used to go clubbing together and stuff i'm sure i've worn them once yeah, or twice yeah yeah, yeah we have so, we had some good times back in university Um. For sure. So <laughs> I was. I used to struggle to wear them, and I used to carry like extra slippers so I could just 
change into them at some point in the night. Yeah. So all of that I've stopped doing. I think that's just unnecessary right now. So I go to places that are more welcoming, you know, for just being comfortable with your attire. You know, yeah. That's yeah. something that I did for myself. No, I think I think that's the right way to go about it. I think it's just it's kind of like adding adding another thing that you're working on. Um, but I have another question, and you brought this up earlier as well. Do you have mm. other people supporting you in this? Because because let's face it, um, you're fighting you're fighting against the change. You need people mm. to be supporting you. Have you gotten that? Mm. See, the thing is, when you're subjected to this from a very young age, you tend to lose your self respect to a certain extent because you have a lot of self doubt. So you automatically depend on people's validation and then you don't get it. And then when you don't get it, you're unhappy. And I am, I openly uh, tell people out there that, you know, I used to depend on people's validation a lot and now I'm much better. It's not completely stopped, but it's much better. I don't care that much anymore. So it took a toll on my mental health and uh, maybe a little bit of it contributed to my anxiety disorder, which I was diagnosed uh, recently with. Mm-hmm. So all of this played a part in my mental health for sure. And now I'm trying to not rely on people's validation and what people say and what people think. It's uh, what I think about myself that's more important. And I'm working on improving that. No, no, I think that's the right way to go. But I'm sure your friends and family mm-hmm. were there to support mm-hmm. you through. Uh, did you have like good set of people? Oh, see, the, so initially, I did not have that many people to support me. But as I grew up, I did get a few people who would support me and accept me exactly for the way I am. My family also accepted my height at some point and did not have an issue with it. Yeah. So definitely after all, most of my battles were fought, uh, after everyone got tired of it, most of the people got tired of it. They kind of started seeing it differently. And then I got support from quite a few people, including family. But uh, there are still a few pricks out there who will say something or the other. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, no, I remember. I remember back in university, there were people mm. who used to say particular situation to to judge based on the situation uh, because we were in the same class. Um, mm. And uh, I think I think uh, over time they have come to realize that that was not the right way to go. And I think your friends are quite a lot of them today. Some of them being some of your being your closest friends. Mm. <laughs> um, that brings me that brings me to a deeper question um, yeah do you think as a society are we progressing towards a change towards more acceptance I think we are trying to a certain extent but uh, there's still a long way to go um, there are still shows showing you know different height issues and uh, that being a priority for certain choices uh, so there is still a lot. There's still a lot to address, and um, I feel like uh, we can do small steps um, and improve our surroundings to the best way possible. And then once that starts small, it becomes big eventually. All like all the other movements, how they started small and became big. So I think at some point that should be how it goes, the way it goes forward. Yeah, yeah. I think I think. You're right about that, but then you see shows mm. like uh, Indian Matchmaking, which went popular mm. quite, a, mm. quite. I mean, it's been it's been a month, um, mm. and I think that quite literally promoted the mm. idea of taller people. Everyone's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. When you see shows like this, I mean, this is my personal opinion altogether. 
uh, when something like this is shown without anybody objecting to it, then obviously it makes you think whether this issue, this particular issue is being addressed as much as the other issues are. But, you know, this is what I think personally when I've yeah, talked but, to people. But yeah. I mean, that's, that's when I think about it. It's not limited to the show mm. because a lot of a lot of families, a lot of parents are looking for that as well. So it actually mm. gets deeper. I think I think restricting to the show is is one part of the problem but to actually mm. to actually deeper understand it um, the acceptance level across the societies has to be better for mm. um, for height um, what what is what is your key learnings that you want to leave everyone listening to this episode with um i would just like to say that you know um i think we should hold our appearance with pride um, we're just all different human beings and um, we should accept ourselves, you know, with the way we are and everything. So um, I think uh, when you are feeling a certain way, when you're feeling bad about how people are talking about you, then you should just try being a little vocal about it, you know, just talk to a few people and see how they react. <clears throat> the ones who will support you are the ones you need to stick with. The ones who don't, just stay away from them. <laughs> but, you know, I think we should start being more vulnerable. I th- That has definitely helped me uh, yeah. quite recently. Yeah. And people who will care will care and they are the ones to stick around for. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, consider everyone as a friend, you know, every stranger on the road, every student who is next to you, consider them as a friend and support that friend when they are going through something. Because tomorrow, if you are going through the same thing, they will remember what you did for them and they will come and support you as well because that's how support works, you know. Just help each other out. And that's my two cents on it. (laughs) No, I think that makes sense. That Mm. makes complete sense. Um, So... So to all the listeners for this particular episode, um, don't don't get us wrong, Monica and I, when we say occasionally we have judged people um, and thought about them in a particular instance. We have done that as well. And Monica clearly has gotten to a stage where she's gotten more accepting. I am working on it as an individual. Um, but when we see people in a particular way and it becomes a habit, we really should give people a chance to get to know them better. We write off people uh, basically... On their appearance and the fact uh, is that this doesn't work out too well a lot of times uh, these factors are based on genetics they're based on looks they're based on family backgrounds and whatnot um, there is so much beyond the surface that you need to uncover and actually understand so that you don't have the shallow perception uh, before you're even dealing with anyone don't judge and think think beyond the problem don't don't think about this otherwise um, to get a bit deeper into this, is there any good news for short people? Uh, I don't think so right now at the rate we're going. And if we have, if we have been, sorry, if you have been listening to us and you do not believe that height discrimination is a serious problem, you're, you are no doubt a tall person in the late stage of denial. Or perhaps you cringe at the thought of yet another victim group lining up to have their demands addressed. Um, surely the notion of discrimination based on height and perceived as an oppressed social group is silly. And the idea of special protection or benefits for short and short men and women, uh, a bad idea. Actually, it isn't that bad of an idea. And uh, it should be something that should be taken up more seriously. In general, the kind of discrimination worth worrying about uh, has two particular characteristics. 
First is the bias, uh, which must be persuasive and systematic. Random discrimination is mere diversity of preference and comes out in the wash. But if a large majority of people prefer, say, whites instead of non-whites, uh, the the non-whites have limited option. And the second, the second thing is bias must be rational, unrelated to the task in hand. If let's say a university maths faculty is discriminating against the stupid, uh, that may not seem fair, but but it's it's sensible in one way. In politically correct terms, people who share an unusual characteristics that trigger persuasive and irrational aversion is a strong claim to be viewed as a vulnerable minority group. Is the discrimination against short people then persuasive? Plainly so. Is it irrational? Except in a few cases in which height might affect the job performance, obviously. Is it hurtful? Just ask any of the parents, especially in the new society, who put their little boys on growth hormones, um, on, and feed them Bonvita. Will it disappear if we don't do anything about it? I think I think not. And I think it's something we need to be working on um, on it quite deeper. In some particular respect, short people have it worse than the other people of, let's say, even the ethnic minorities. Um, sometimes minority prefer other people for jobs, marriages, and other things. And um, if these people are disadvantaged within the majority culture, then may at least be advantage in their own. Um, but when you talk about short men and women, they're disfavored more or less by everyone, including other short men and women. Um, if you want to flee, they probably need to find another planet if you're not doing anything about it. Yet the problem is so strong today that we do not have anti-discrimination protection for height discrimination. America has laws today that ban against discrimination of around 70% of the population. You're talking about women, you're talking about elderly, you're talking about blacks, Hispanics, Asians, Indians, handicapped. And the problem even gets deeper to have, to, to not discriminate against people with back problems and glasses. If you're actually taking that into consideration, why are we not doing something for the shorter people? And uh, the whole issue, if it ever arises at all, do not laugh it off. Let's work towards the problem. Let's raise awareness about it and let's work towards it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Unnumbed. We'll be back soon for another episode. Thank you, Monica, for being here with us. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs)